I am a professor Philippe Merle and I'm MD, PhD. I work in Lyon, France, at the University Hospital. And I share my time between clinical trials on HCC. And as well, I work in a, a laboratory in basic research and I work on hepatocarcinogenesis. And uh, well, I have a, a training of hepatogastroenterologist and training as well of a medical oncologist. So I am both a medical oncologist and a hepatogastroenterologist. We've just come out of your presentation here at the ESMO meeting where you did a phase three trial. This is the celestial trial. But what's the clinical question that you were looking at here? The, the clinical question is to find a new drug uh, efficient in HCC patients able to impact and to benefit in terms of overall survival in this kind of patients in second or third line therapy after uh, serafinib therapy. So only for patient non-treatable in a curative intent way, I mean patient inoperable and ineligible for radiofrequency ablation or ineligible for liver transplantation. So how did you go about your study? Tell me about the design behind this investigation. The design, it's, uh, it's patient in, uh, after serafinib therapy, uh, the patient progressing under serafinib, a patient intolerant to serafinib with an advanced HCC disease, non-curable, and a patient with good liver function, that's very important to have good liver function, I mean child PUA, and patients in very good shape, I mean uh, ECOG 001. Two-thirds of patients got the cabo uh, drug and one-third of the patients had the placebo. There were about uh, more than 700 patients. And uh, these patients, they were about one quarter from Asia, three quarters from non-Asia countries. And uh, most of patients were uh, either infected by uh, hepatitis B virus or hepatitis C virus. And some others uh, had cirrhosis due to alcohol or metabolic syndrome, what we can see very frequently in Europe, uh, for, for instance. So it represents mostly the, the population in, in the world. What did you find in your study? I think that Cabo is a, is a good drug. I mean, uh, I mean, the drug rather well tolerated. I think uh, it's the same profile of tolerance than regorafenib in second-line therapy. I think it's a little bit much better manageable than side effects that we can encounter with serafinib, for instance. Of course, it's less well-tolerated than uh, IV administration of, of IO or of uh, ramucirumab, but it's not so badly tolerated. So I think it's a drug rather easy to manage, and it's very easy to stop the disease and to prolong the life of patients uh, with a good quality, a rather good quality of life for the patients. And the patients in the cabo arm, uh, we have to check very carefully the arterial hypertension. And if it occurs, of course, we can treat very easily the patients. But by the way, it does not impact on the quality of life of the patients. That's very important. And for another kind of side effect, there, there is the unfoot skin reaction. And to prevent this unfoot skin reaction related to the drug, we have to apply emollient cream with 10% urea. And we have to start these uh, this topics two weeks before to start cabozantinib. And with this way, uh, we did not encounter, in my experience, any 
very uh, severe side effects. I mean, grade three uh, and foot skin reaction, but only grade one or two maximum. So it's very, it is very important to prevent the foot skin reaction. So what have been your main conclusions then coming out of these data that you were discussing today in the Celestial trial? Uh, the main data is that there is a new drug efficient against HCC in second or third line therapy. We have also Rego, Regorafenib, that is also an efficient drug. And after serafinib, we don't know, do we have to switch towards Rego or do we have to switch towards cabozantinib? We have no level of proof enough to, to, to decide very clearly. Uh, what is sure that is uh, with regorafenib, we, we know very well the sequence between serafinib and rego. We know that we can get 26 months median overall survival. That is not nothing. It's not a good result. Uh, and with uh, serafinib and cabo, we can also get very good results in terms of following resist 1.1 criteria. We have not a huge level of response. But when we take account of M resist, criteria or choice criteria, we have very frequently some devascularization or some necrosis of the tumors and we can, I think we have very good impact of the drug on the, tu on the tumor uh, vascularization and on the tumor viability and very likely that it is not proven but very likely it is associated with a better outcome of the patient. What about the possibility that AFP, um, an increased AFP, could be associated with survival? Is there anything here that indicates we could be seeing something like that? Yeah, it's well known that patients with high level of uh, alpha fetoprotein level have a, have a worse prognosis than uh, other patients. Very likely because it's due to the composition of the tumor. Uh, the tumor is very likely very rich in progenitor cells. It cells very highly active, very proliferative. And very frequently, there is an association between a very high level of, uh, of alpha fetoprotein and the presence of uh, microvascular invasion. And mi microvascular invasion is a very poor prognosis factor. So today you've been discussing the celestial trial. What are the clinical implications coming out of these findings that you presented this afternoon? Ah, the clinical uh, findings is very important because we have serafinib. Serafinib is, is a good drug and, uh, by the way, it does not always work. Uh, unfortunately, it works, let's say, about in one-third of cases, approximately around. And uh, after progression and the serafinib, or sometimes because due to poor tolerance to serafinib, we have to move towards another line. And now we have a choice between regorafenib or uh, cabozantinib. But we don't know how to make a choice. It's very difficult because we have no study to, to prove what kind of drug we have to choose. We have no biomarker. Uh, with alpha photoprotein level, we have biomarkers for ramucirumab. But for cabozantinib, we have no biomarker. Maybe we should perform immunohistochemistry to find a, a strong staining for MET expression, maybe. But in the celestial study, there was no uh, staining of, for cement uh, in the tumors. So we don't know in the study whether the staining of cement was associated with a better response to the drug or not. Because sometimes the MET receptors is not activated because it is overexpressed. But sometimes it is activated because there is a high level of ligand, and the ligand is the HGF. So we should stain both HGF, cement and all the pathways, so it's very complex.
yes, new avenues are opening up to pursue here. So what would be your bottom line takeaway message coming out of all of this? My message is, wow, we have a new drug. So it's very good for the patients because the most important is the patients. And then now we have a lot of work to do to, to find the right sequence between serafinib, Rego, Cabo, uh, in what order we have to prescribe the drugs. And by the way, all this will be changed when we have the data of immune therapy. And this data of immune therapy will come on at the end of 2018. So everything will change in a, in a couple of months.